Hello, hello, and welcome back. You are listening or watching your Radiant Life and Money show. I'm Randa Hoffman. I'm the owner of Radiant Wealth Planning. I'm a spiritual financial planner and money manager. So if you're wondering what a spiritual financial planner is, you know, I think I did it episode three of bringing spirituality, what your true purpose for this life is, and then building financial goals to align with that as opposed to just doing that standard goals of, okay, I'll retire at 65, I'll get a car at this age, or, you know, in this year, and I want to buy a house. There's more to it. What is that? How do we create that life? So that's what spiritual financial planning is. Alrighty, my friends, this is the DIY Do-It-Yourself Financial Planning Series. Today's episode is about investment management. This is this and taxes are my favorite two topics. I love investment management and I think I even love taxes even more. I know I'm an oddball, but yeah, this is what you get. So, all right, investment management. So I want to start with, let's debunk two things. Okay. There's two myths out there, how financial advisors invest a portfolio. Now this is two myths and apply to radiant wealth planning and also a lot of financial advisors out there. Not saying that you're not gonna find a financial advisor that this doesn't apply to, of course you will, but I want you to take these two things into consideration when you're building your investment portfolio. The first one is we, or financial advisors, also radiant wealth planning, get returns by trading investments frequently. So what I mean by that is that the portfolio is returned, the portfolio grows by buying and selling investments on a weekly, monthly, or maybe even daily basis. That is so not true. You don't have to do that. We don't do that. We hold the investing philosophy. We have an investing philosophy. So if you ever hear the word investing or trading, trading is very short term. When you hold the investment, a stock, for example, very short term, investing philosophy is when you hold it long term. So we'll buy an ETF and we'll hold it long term. It could be that we hold it for 10 years, five years, 20 years, very long term. And so the client's portfolio grows based on the growth of that ETF, based on that growth of that individual stock. Okay. So if you create your investment portfolio, don't think that you have to buy and sell every day and you're at your computer or you're on whatever app, right? And you're doing that. That's not how, that's not how the majority of us do it. Okay. So there's that one thing. Don't stress out about doing that. Find a good investment and hold it on long-term. The second myth is that we only use stocks to build a portfolio. That is further from the truth. That is, that is only possible if you have a massive amount of money. I mean, massive, like, uh, I'm just going to pick a number like a hundred thousand. You could do that. And the reason why I say that is because our investment philosophy is you have to have a diversified portfolio. Okay. You have to have a diversified portfolio between stocks or equity. I'm going to say equity and fixed income. So if you're buying individual stocks, it's going to be really hard to diversify across growth and income, growth, 
aggressive, U.S., international. And that's only the equity part. Now you got to also diversify across fixed income between government, corporate, short, long, medium terms. So do you see that dollar amount? Is it gonna, isn't going to diversify your portfolio that much? But I will tell you how you will do it. So two myths. I don't want you to feel like when you create your portfolio, you have to be checking your investments every day and every morning and every second, because that's not a true statement. As long as you pick solid, good investments. And the second thing, I don't want you to feel like you have to pick individual stocks or individual bonds. Okay. So that's not true. This is how I do want you to create your portfolio. I mentioned this earlier. It has to be diversified, has to be diversified between equity and fixed income. So when I say equity, it could be individual stocks, a little individual stocks, not the whole thing. It could be ETFs or mutual funds. So ETFs and mutual funds, it's a basket of stocks. And same thing for the mutual funds. The mutual funds is a basket of stocks and, and you can diversify. So for example, one ETF or one mutual fund have, could have like a hundred stocks in there. Okay. So that's for your equity section for your fixed income section. Fixed income is for example, bonds, CDs, those are fixed income. They don't grow. The investment itself doesn't grow, but they give you a fixed income, which we, we call dividends, right? They give you interest. They give you dividends. And within that, within that ETF or that mutual fund, that's a fixed income is also diversified. So you can also find, for example, 20, 30 or 40 different types of bonds in that ETF. Why is it so important to be diversified? This is big. If you buy, let's say five stocks, five individual stocks, the fluctuation, the drop or the increase is spread only across the five stocks. So if you have an earnings call, you know, they come up with their earnings call and they did really bad, all five are going to drop and that's your entire portfolio. But if you have an ETF or a mutual fund, I'm not a fan of mutual funds, just heads up, but I, I'm going to say them because people do have them. So um, if you have an ETF or a mutual fund and one out of the hundred or five out of the hundred stocks that are in that ETF, if they drop, well, it doesn't drop so much because you have 95 stocks still in there that are doing really well. So your risk is spread across all those stocks that are in that ETF and not just the five individual stocks that you have. Okay. So this is why diversifying is so important because you're spreading out the risk across all those investments and within those investments, some, when they're high, there are some that are low, some, you know, and when they're low, those other investments are high. So you want that balance between the highs and the lows. Now, two things about finding a diversified portfolio. One, you have to know your risk tolerance, and this is going to be your homework for this week before we go on to the second part. So your risk tolerance is going to tell you how comfortable you are with investing based on that, based on your age, right? So based on your risk tolerance, so are you medium, medium, high, 
high risk, low risk, based on that, based on your age, it's going to tell you what type of portfolio to be in. Are you going to be in a 80-20 portfolio, meaning that 80% is equity, 20% is fixed income? Are you going to be in a 70-30 portfolio, meaning 70% is equity, 30% is fixed income? Or is it going to be a 60-40, 50-50? What kind of portfolio are you going to be in? You have to know this before you create your investment management account, right? Your investment account. You have to know that. So this is this week's homework to get that and know what your split is. If you don't know what it is and you can't find how to figure that out, send me an email. I'll send you the questionnaire and then we can set up 30 minutes to go over your answers, your outcome, and what kind of portfolio you'll have and what does that mean to you, okay? So you can send me an email and it's gonna be randa, R-A-N-D-A, at radiantwealthplanning.com and I'll have it in the show notes as well. That was a lot, a lot. So first myth is that we're traders. We buy and sell frequently, frequently meaning daily, weekly, monthly, not true. We don't do that, you don't have to do that. We're long-term investors. Second myth, we only buy stocks. No, not true. Especially if you have a smaller balance, that's not really a good idea. You can buy individual stocks, you know, here and there in your diversified portfolio, but it's not only individual stocks. Diversified portfolio is what we're aiming for. Is this, that's what you're going to be doing. If that's too much, you can use a target date fund. So target date fund is the easiest way to invest your portfolio. And that is say, I'm going to need my money in 10 years. You can find one fund. It's called a fund that says in 20 years. So in 2032 here, you'll need your money and we will diversify it between the 80, 20, 730 and get more conservative closer to that age. So that's the easiest way to do it or you can create your own diversified portfolio. But the first thing you have to do is understand what your risk tolerance is. And you do that by doing a questionnaire. If you can't find the questionnaire, send me an email. I'll send it over to you. You'll answer it. I'll have your outcome and we'll do a 30 minute call just to go over that and what that means to you. That was a lot. That's why I did a recap. If you have any questions, any, any, any questions, don't hesitate, reach out. I'm really friendly, really. <laughs> easy peasy, I'm easy to get a hold of. Next week, once you have your risk tolerance questionnaire, next week we're gonna go into diversifying your portfolio and what does that mean and how does that look like, okay? But you have to have your risk tolerance. You have to understand what your split is gonna be. Okay, my friends, until next week, have an awesome, awesome week and please stay radiant. <laughs>